as you do something, you iterate on it, you get better and better. And eventually it turns into a business. And that's sort of how it was. It was completely by mistake and not by design at all. It was, there was never an intention for it. And I think that's what most entrepreneurs kind of stumble upon. They stumble upon it as opposed to having it happen by sheer will force in terms of how you go about it. So that's sort of my story in terms of how I got into it. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresham Harkless from the I Am CEO podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Shadi Adada of FitDesign.com. Shadi, it is awesome to have you on the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And Shadi, if you didn't know, is the architect and creative director and founder of Fit Design. And what I wanted to do, Shadi, was just kind of get things started to ask you about what I call your CEO story, what led you to start your business, and what led you to kind of get started. Yeah, of course. I'm so... I think like most people, it comes from a place of wanting to do a little bit more with your time and uh, becoming kind of getting to this point was purely by mistake. I was in school, actually, at the University of Southern California studying architecture and kind of quickly finding that, you know, spending 20 hours a day on, you know, the core subject matter wasn't really what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. I think I quickly caught on to that. But I realized that there was a core skill set that I was learning that I could definitely apply to another area of my life. And at the same time, you know, like any other 21-year-old going to the gym, seeing positive changes in my body, I definitely fell in love with the whole fitness aspect. And I just definitely got involved in the whole community. And I was looking for a way to combine my skill set and into, into something that I was really, really passionate about. And of course, doing something for 20 hours a day, like architecture and design, it's like, it just consumes you. So it was definitely something that I saw as an opportunity. And little by little, trying to find a way to apply that skill set into my my kind of passion for fitness, it was initially it was kind of how can I design products and, and kind of items that relate to fitness? And that was obviously apparel, gym, gym clothes, workout clothes. And I just looked at some of the players in that space and in 2014, there wasn't that much going on. And I just wanted to see what I could do with it and just ultimately have fun with it. So little by little, it, it took off from there. It was, it was definitely something that happened completely by mistake. And as you do something, you iterate on it, you get better and better. And eventually it turns into a business. And that's sort of how it was. It was completely by mistake and not by design at all. It was, there was never an intention for it. And I think that's what most entrepreneurs kind of stumble upon. They stumble upon it as opposed to having it happen by sheer will force in terms of how you go about it. So that's sort of my story in terms of how I got into it. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And it's kind of like a good, awesome reminder because a lot of times some of the best products or best things have come about just because, like you said, it's by a mistake where, you know, you see kind of like a, a gap in the market, so to speak. And then you start to fulfill that market, you start to create those things. And then it's like that perfect sweet spot where your passion, what it is that you've been working on and what you you love doing and solving a problem kind of all intersect at the same time. 100%. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I wanted to drill down a little bit deeper in here, I guess a little bit more about like what you're doing with Fit Design, what exactly do you do to kind of help serve the clients that you work with? Yeah, of course. So Fit Design is, in short, it's like a complete production to development, to design, development, production solution. It's we take clients' visions for their brands and their ideas, and we take it from just an idea and we make it happen. 
Uh, most of the clients that we operate with are in the fitness space. And most of that is apparel. Of course, we've done stuff outside that, but to put it, you know, to put a long story short, if you come in with the idea to create something, it could be a nice hoodie or, or a pair of joggers, and you really want to customize that, we have the ability to take that from just an idea in your head to physical, you know, a physically manifested product that you can sell to your customers. And that's really where a lot of these kind of small businesses are going. They're sick and tired of just having a shirt that you just print a logo on. That's not the way you differentiate yourself, especially in a market which is so competitive. And there's just that need to kind of have your own voice in this industry. So we facilitate that and we've done that. That's sort of what I stumbled into essentially. Awesome. Awesome. So so these are people that might have an idea of something that they want to create, but they don't necessarily have like the, I guess the, the steps after that on how to actually create it, how to bring it to fruition. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. That's exactly what it is. Okay. No, that's awesome. Cause I know that, that a lot of people probably want to, um, you know, test out different ideas and have different, like you said, ideas that they want to maybe A-B test against or create and see how the market likes it. But it's great that you've kind of created something that can help facilitate that for people. Yeah, of course. And um, now I wanted to ask you for what I call your secret sauce. And this is kind of like what you feel kind of differentiates you or your organization and kind of sets you apart and makes you a little bit different. So two things. The first thing is a complete and sincere understanding of the client and, and, and empathy. It's an empathy for the client. I, like yourself, Risham, I'm a customer. I deal with businesses on a day-to-day basis. And I find myself frustrated sometimes in the way that we're treated in the way that kind of these businesses take advantage of us or, or interact with us. It's a true understanding of how would I feel if I was in this person's shoes? How would I want to be treated as a customer? And that's the first and foremost, that is like the central mantra that to fit design to the way we interact with our clients. And that's sort of the guiding light. The second thing that kind of would make us unique is we've productized design services. So where most companies might go about it, like send us a brief and we'll send you back a quotation. We've sort of distilled design down into its core elements. And we've listed that on our website and we have set prices for everything that people can go in and see what matches their needs. And and they're able to have a clear understanding of what they're getting themselves into before they actually get themselves into that. So a lot of people find that super unintimidating. It's really clear and it's just a much more streamlined process. It's the productization or the commercialization of something that has never been commercialized before, which is design services, which are these kind of intangible assets, right? It's basically hiring someone to do a project for you. But we've kind of taken that and we streamlined it into into just a product, essentially. Yeah, I love that. It, it kind of sounds like those two things kind of go hand in hand, meaning that, you know, you, you understand and you put yourself and you empathize with the client and ask, you know, what would they like? What, what would they like as far as the process? And it seems like you have been able to, to kind of put that in place where now the client can find everything. You know, they don't have to worry about, you know, the emails coming back and everything that it sometimes happens in the design process. You kind of have everything out front open so that everybody knows exactly how much it costs and everything like that. So that's 100%. And that allows you to make a more educated decision as a, as a customer, basically going into it, you know what you're getting yourself into and you just have a lot more confidence dealing with the service provider. Exactly. Exactly. You don't have that fear of knowing that uh, you have this idea and you start getting the ball rolling and then you don't know how much it costs or what it takes to do that. All that's kind of laid out. So that's pretty awesome that you put that in place. So um, now I wanted to switch gears a little bit and ask you for what I call a CEO hack. And this could be an app, a book, or a habit that you have, but it's something that makes you more effective and efficient as a CEO. It's, I think most people will probably go about it and say it's a podcast and, and a book or, or a blog or whatever it may be. And of course, those things are good. They're a great way of expanding your mindset. For me, it's a little more of a personal thing. It's, it's kind of appreciating the sincere understanding of what you have and what you, what the position that you're in to kind of affect that change. 
And, and when, I, when I say that, I know it sounds a bit cheesy, but it literally is taking a step back and, and looking at everything that is in front of you being like, wow, like I am in a position that truly, 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 I'm blessed to be in that position. I need to maximize on that. And I need to put, push myself to, you know, to make the most of that out of that situation or that opportunity. I think that is a great self-motivator and just that keeps the, the wheels turning essentially. It's a great way for you just to stay involved and to really appreciate everything you have through thick and thin. And there's a lot of there's a lot of thick areas, especially in this kind of in this quote unquote CEO lifestyle. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that's cheesy at all. Cause sometimes the simple things are what kind of motivates you and gets you going and to be able to have kind of like that gratitude where you appreciate every little thing and every opportunity that you have that's in front of you to kind of, you know, create the life that you want or build the life that you want. I think that's a phenomenal reminder. And a, of course, a great example of a CEO hack. So um, now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget. And this is a word of wisdom or piece of advice, or if you could hop in a time machine, what would you tell your younger business self? What would I tell my younger business self? I would probably tell my younger business self, be patient. (laughs) Again, it sounds so overplayed, but that's because it works. It's patience is uh, the key. Sometimes I have to tell my older business self to be patient because it's, (laughs) you know, you're just in it. You're you're living it, right? Mm. You're in yourself every day, 24 hours a day. And it's tough sometimes to not be impatient, not tell yourself, I would like more. I want it now. Like, why isn't it happening? And that ultimately leads to you being deterred off that that path that you're on. It's definitely patience. It's understanding that there is no target. There's no set date that you're going to get there. And it might happen tomorrow. It might happen after tomorrow. It might happen in 10 years. It might never happen. And that's a scary concept, especially when you kind of, you're doing it the right way. And, And when I say doing it the right way, there's a lot of there's a lot of, I guess, pretend when it comes to that, the, the entrepreneurial lifestyle, but people who are doing it know it's, it's not glamorous. It's not <laughs> Instagram worthy. It's not anything. It's, it is literally just a grind. Um, and the patience is just going to help you see through that grind. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing I would say. It's just patience. Be patient. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. You know, I'm not on a yacht or anything like that. I'm I'm working hard, just like I imagine that you are as well, too. So understanding that it's part of the process and to be patient so that you can continue to kind of go down that path to get your goal, whether it happened, like you said, today, tomorrow, next year, or 10 years down the line, you just kind of have to respect the process and go through it. So 100%. I think that's a phenomenal reminder. Yeah, of course. And uh, now I wanted to ask you for what is my favorite question, which is the definition for what it means to be a CEO. We're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So I wanted to ask you, Shadi, what does being a CEO mean to you? Being CEO means you're the most vulnerable person in your business. What does that mean? Being the most vulnerable person in that business? It means that every single thing, every aspect, every element that your business goes through is on you. And you're responsible for your team. You're responsible for making it happen. You are responsible for every last aspect of it. And that's what vulnerability means. It's And being comfortable with vulnerability, that, that's what it is. It's when you're comfortable in an unvulnerable position and you kind of thrive off that and you understand that that is in and of, in, in and of itself a true opportunity. Because when you're vulnerable like that, A, you have to operate to the maximum of your ability. You have to understand that any, any, any weakness, any opening, any, any sort of way that you can fail can happen. You have to be able to cover that. You have to know that it's important to just cover all your bases, to be in that zone where you have people to take care of, you have obligations to, to meet, you have deadlines to meet, and, and that it's just an amalgamation of everything. And it sounds all over the place, and it is, but it is a true vulnerability and being comfortable with, with that vulnerability. That's what I would say. 
I love that definition and the idea that a lot of times, you know, when people are founders or startup founders and have a vision, they put themselves out there in order to do that. They put themselves out in front of the world to, so to speak, so that they can try to reach that vision, try to, you know, empower their team and do all those things. So I think that's an awesome definition for what it means to be a CEO. Glad you agree. Yes, definitely, definitely, definitely. So Shadi, I appreciate you so much for taking some time out of your schedule. What I wanted to do was pass you to the mic, so to speak, just so that you can let us know any additional words of wisdom or piece of advice that you might have for our readers and listeners, and then also how best we can get in touch with you and find out about Fit Design. Yeah, of course. I would say in terms of additional comments, it's realize that like, again, it sounds so cheesy because it is, but it's the truth. It's every single day that you get up and you have the ability to walk on your own two feet and to breathe through your lungs is an amazing kind of, and and of itself, it's a feat of miracle, basically. And it's 100% a, I don't know how you put it, but it is a true, true gift to be able to do something with your life every day and to have that capability and to be able to put yourself in a position to make more, to provide value, to bring yourself value. And don't take that for granted, no matter how tough circumstances may seem. And, and of course, people have things to do and, and they have obligations to meet and they, you know, they have to pay off this or they have to do that. But at the, at the end of the day, it's you always have that opportunity to a lesser or greater degree to make more, uh, to, to achieve more, to get more out of what you want or those hours in the day. And do not squander that um, because, and, and I promise you, the process itself, like the actual doing of it, not not getting there, it's it's amazing when you learn to just kind of get down and distill down to the, the core emotions. It's amazing. Like watching something grow together and, and, and build that foundation. There's no words to really describe it. And when it starts to manifest and come together, <laughs> it's an otherworldly experience. So it's definitely worth it. And it's definitely worth that grind and that setup time. Exactly. I, w- I would definitely agree with that. And and for anybody that wants to follow up with you, Shadi, what uh, is the best way for them to do that? So we live on Instagram. At Fit Design is the main Instagram. We live all over the internet. So super active on social. It's one of the core kind of the core centers of our businesses. How do we engage with people on social? Uh, how do we create a community in a way that most design companies or design teams might not do so it's instagram at fit design facebook at fit design that's double t pinterest fit design double t behance.net fit design double t uh, so we can be found in all of those places or just email me personally shaddy at fitdesign.com double t um, and i would love to hear uh, from anyone that would love to speak i'm I'm always uh, available. Awesome. Well, I appreciate that, Shaddy. And what we'll do is we'll have all those links in the show notes just so that anybody can follow up. But again, I appreciate you for the great reminder you gave us all today and all of the awesome things that you're doing to kind of uh, innovate within that design industry. Um, I appreciate you for taking time out again, and I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you, Christian. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. IMCEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the IMCEO podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.